Welcome back to the show, everyone. It's Dina Calamity here and Susan Davis with Jesus 24-7. And today we're going to talk about our End Times News Report Week in Review. And we have some pretty explosive headlines, right, Susan? Oh, this is a crazy time. In fact, I don't see this slowing down at all. It's it's only getting, well, it's like birth pains. They're getting stronger and closer together. And that's exactly what's going on. And we're going to have to, I thought about this, we're going to have to, we're going to have to go to cartoon voices to get it all in. We're going to speed this up. <laughs> but it is really, really jam-packed. So for anybody who's just now coming on board with us here, what we do every week is we check out headlines around the world of events that line up with Bible prophecy. And so if you want a quickie review every week of what's going on in the world and how that lines up with the Bible, then just tune us in for about an hour every week and we'll get you totally up to speed. Right, Dina? That's right. Okay, well, we got to jump right in with both feet, Dina, or we can't cover <laughs> what's going on in the world. So we're going to have to get this party started. Let's go with this first headline really quick. It's wacko crazy, but real. MIT researchers propose solution to climate change by blocking the sun with a shield the size of Brazil. And this is a Klaus Schwab World Economic Forum project, by the way. And it's interesting that they're working with MIT because, you know, Bill Gates has done projects with MIT also. And so I guess they're all in, in this together. But this is a crazy headline, and but it does line up with a world that's becoming more hot over time. And how does this work with the Bible? Well, we know that in Revelation chapter 7, that the people who are Christian, the left behind, who are, you know, going to be facing the Antichrist and all of that, they go through some horrible things. If you look into Revelation chapter 7, there's a scripture in there that's, that shows specifically what they have to go through before they can come out of the earth, and most of them will have to be beheaded and that sort of thing by the Antichrist to make it out, sadly. That's why we've got to get our act together just right now, immediately. But uh, let me read the scripture from chapter 7 real quick, and you can see how this thing that they're doing at MIT is lining up exactly with what Jesus and the Bible spoke of thousands of years ago. What a remarkable document the Bible is, always. Okay, let me get the scripture. Here it is, Revelation 7.16. It says, They shall hunger no more, neither thirst any more, neither shall the sun light on them, nor any heat. Isn't that amazing, Dina? Absolutely, yeah. And this completely correlates with the whole famine thing and that's going on, which is uh, also takes place in chapter 6 of Revelation. And so the left-behind church that comes later, they have to suffer hunger, thirst, and heat from the sun, as we see in the scripture. Now, the pre-tribulation rapture group, they got a whole different look, and I'll just read that real quick. In Luke 17, verse 26 through 28, it says, Just as it was in the days of Noah, so also will it be in the days of the Son of Man. People were eating, drinking, marrying, being given in marriage up to the day Noah entered the ark. Then the flood came and destroyed them all, and it was the same as the days of Lot. And people were eating and drinking, buying and selling, building and planting. And so will it be at the coming of the Son of Man. And so we see a whole different angle look for our pre-tribulation rapture bride of Christ. Conditions that have to be met for that group is eating, drinking, marrying, working, building, planting, sleeping, <laughs> buying and selling. And that's a different look from our post-rapture crowd. And they're going through hunger, thirst, and terrible heat. So this idea that they're going to put up a shield the size of Brazil, wow, you know, more power to them, right? That's right. <laughs> Okay. Okay. Well, I'm just going to clip off a few headlines here. Uh, there were two more rock slides in Alaskan cruise port. So we saw that. And that's interesting because if you go to our Facebook page, End Times Landslides, you'll see there are an uptick of rock slides, landslides, and avalanches and all those kinds of things. The mountains are coming down. 
you know, the Bible talks about that in the end times. And also, we have misfired rockets may have killed over a dozen in the Gaza battle. So we have ongoing activity with Israel and that area. These are all indicators that we're getting closer to the Lord coming back for his church. Boy, we have talked quite a bit about animal attacks most recently. And look at this one. Florida man hospitalized after an alligator bit his face while swimming in a lake. I'm sort of like, why are you swimming in a Florida lake? (laughs) Just don't get it. But there you go. Uh, Not a good look. That's just horrendous, isn't it? Absolutely. Yeah, for anybody in Florida, stay out of those lakes. Do not swim in the lakes in Florida. No, don't do it. (laughs) Far away, (laughs) you guys. Find a beautiful swimming pool. (laughs) Settle for a pool. Okay. All right, so let's get back to it. We most recently spoke about a massive sinkhole that formed in Chile's Atacama region, and this happened July 30, this past month. It has ranked among the deepest sinkholes ever discovered. And if you can, I know Dina will be so nice to put up a picture of this. I want to, we talked about this last week, but I brought it back up because I want to tell everybody just how deep this thing is, okay? All right, here it is, drum roll. It is, you could put a 51-story building inside that sinkhole. Wow. Now, does that is that mind-boggling, or is it just me? <laughs> no, that's crazy. <laughs> yes. So that is some serious business right there. And uh, Dina's probably got a picture up here for us, and it's mind-boggling boggling yes and this is opened up and this is judgment it's judgment because it relates to Korah in the Bible Korah and his followers were going up against Moses and Aaron saying like you know who died and made you boss and God met them with judgment which is he sunk them down in the ground with their family and their tents into sinkholes so this is judgment Dina that's what we're looking at here because we are a world that has turned against Jesus Christ our only chance for salvation okay well I have to continue on because we've got some unbelievable headlines this week here is one about you know men playing God and there's so much of that going on Dina and I want to talk about this today this headline says the world's first synthetic embryo and why this research is more important than you think okay have you heard of this dina no tell me tell us all researchers have successfully grown model versions of early human embryos by reprogramming cells from human skin the breakthrough potentially opens up new ways to study the earliest phases of human development and learn more about developmental disorders, infertility, genetic diseases, and perhaps improve the success of IVF treatment. And so in a study published in Nature Today, a team led by Jose Polo discovered that when skin cells are treated in a particular way, 3D structures similar to early human embryos form. A U.S.-Chinese research group led by Yun Wu also reported a similar feat, creating structures that resemble a very early stage of the embryo called a blast blastocyst. And while this is an exciting scientific advancement, they say it will also be vital to consider ethics behind this and other emerging approaches to modeling human development. So this is unbelievable. They're just really playing with fire. Do you not agree? Absolutely. Absolutely. God will deal with them in the end. He will deal with those that are trying to be him. This is Frankenstein, okay, on on steroids, okay? (laughs) It is. Now look at this one. Californian scientists recently grew the first human pig embryos, and Japanese scientists say they've grown a replacement pancreas for a mouse inside a rat, okay? (laughs) Okay. So 
here's another thing. They have a protocol. Let me tell you what it is, okay? They've got a protocol that when they do, like, research with this stuff, like when they put animal DNA into a human embryo, that they limit it to a 14-day, you know, lifespan. And then after that, they destroy it. Okay, and so here's the headline. It says destroying research embryos within 14 days limits chance of medical breakthroughs. Oh, see, they don't like just the 14 day limit. They want to go bigger. You see? Oh, sure. It's just disgusting. I'm sorry. Okay, I'll stay calm. (laughs) (laughs) But oh, I mean, it's just wow. Here's another one. Hybrid zoo introducing pig human embryos and a rat mouse embryo. And uh, chimeras could pave the way for growing human organs and other animals. And so if anybody wants to know what a chimera is, that's a that's a combination of, you know, human DNA with animal DNA. And it's just a bunch of evil. Okay. And scientists have published the first peer-reviewed account of creating pig-human hybrid fetuses, a step toward growing animals with organs that are suitable for transplantation into humans. The team that made these chimeras also reports the creation of a mouse-rat and human-cow hybrids back in January. And such modified animals could provide researchers with new models for testing drugs and understanding early human development. Oh, really? Anything <laughs> to play God, okay? That's what they, they're going to call, see, this, this is how they get to try all this anti-God, you know, experimentation is they say, oh, it's going to help people, right? Oh, you yeah, know? they've been saying that for a long time. Anything that you do outside of the will of God, even if you think it's right and good, is evil. And that's in the Bible, okay? So all this is classified in God's category as evil, okay? So let's move forward. They've got, again, new life for pig-to-human transplants. Gene editing technologies have breathed life into the languishing field of exonotransplantation. Boy, this is just a disturbing like okay the university of maryland's medical school in baltimore removed a healthy or we'll we'll call it a large adult pig and they took its heart and put it inside the chest of a six-year-old baboon that's crazy it's frankensteinish okay so they connected the organ to the baboon's windpipe and stitched it together you know and it's it was a five-hour surgery it took fifty thousand dollars to run this thing and it involved dozens of labs and decades of research they said to do this it's just despicable what they're doing we've seen that they're also doing about 50 pig to primate transplants and it's just disturbing what they're doing okay and so there was a group that announced that a kidney transplant from a revacore pig with six modified genes supported a baboon for 136 days, okay? And Joseph Tector, a transplant surgeon at Indiana University in Indianapolis, says now we can make a new pig from scratch in 150 days. And his group recently used CRISPR to knock out two pig genes simultaneously. And the researchers are now beginning to transplant CRISPR which is gene CRISPR stands for gene editing okay mm-hmm. uh, CRISPR modified pig organs into macaques one of which was survived for more than three months okay a macaque for anybody who doesn't know is a is a kind of monkey okay a, a primate so that's what they're up to and it's it's just it's disgusting what they're doing and as I have always said in the past this is what we know about Dina yeah, who knows we, what they're doing that they're not publicizing. Right. Well, I think it's pretty horrendous what they have revealed to us, what they announced to us, and what they believe is okay in their book to do. It's over the top to me. But there's just no way God is in this at all. Absolutely not at all. not. It's messing with his DNA. Oh, it's just incredible. It's incredible. And they even admit that they have some drawbacks, you know, ethically. And it's like, really? 
you you actually do. Okay, wow. <laughs> Why are you doing any of this, you know? So, okay, let's take a look at this headline. Canadian Hospice Society stresses importance of protecting against assisted suicide in a new video. Boy, that is on the rise, if anybody didn't know. But uh, they're really, really pushing assisted suicide all over the place. In Europe, Canada, Canada's really pushing it. It's already going on. So quite a bit of it is happening. And it, it's just a vile thing, uh, really. And it's going to be abused and misused when they start to play God like that. Well, we've been talking about lightning strikes, and this week was no different from before. It's no accident that dozens were injured, 17 missing after a lightning strike triggered huge explosions and fire at a Cuba oil super tanker port. So that was a big, big thing. That They could hardly get that fire out, and no doubt they had loss of life, okay? And a huge McKinney fire in California has destroyed nearly 90 homes and is only 40% contained. And that was a headline this week. And let's see if there's any updates on that. Now that's about all we've got on that. But interesting, in Colorado, specifically Denver, they had flash flooding this week. And so it's interesting. We've got drought and floods all over the planet. And usually the droughts are in places that are usually very, you know, normally wet. And the opposite is for the flooding is going on in places that are typically dry, like desert regions. Yeah, the complete opposite. And uh, we talked about this before, shortest day ever recorded as Earth spins faster than usual. And we have talked about last week glaciers melting. And this week we have more headlines on that. Glaciers and Alps vanish at record high rate amid heat wave. And we had a eruption in Iceland at their Mera Dalir volcano. So we've got a lot of stuff going on with all of that. Well, this is interesting. A power grid shuts down as Iraq temperature exceeds 51 degrees Celsius, which is 123.8 degrees Fahrenheit in what they call the heat wave from hell. And that's in Iraq. That's hot. Right. There is a new pro-life movie coming out called Life Mark this fall, September, starring Kirk Cameron promoting adoption. So that might be one you want to check out. Here is a new report that was out this week that confirms most abortions are done for birth control and just actually 7% for rape and incest. What do you think of that, Dina? I can believe that. People are using it as... Um, their birth control you know they get pregnant oops I'll just go and have an abortion you know easy (laughs) easy (laughs) to get rid of and the United States as well as other places in the world that have um, you know legalized this has made it so easy they even have the abortion pill so even if you think you might be pregnant just pop a pill and that's it get rid of the baby (laughs) right right Exactly. And there was a case this past week, and I think that the mother was arrested. Well, the grandmother, she assisted her daughter, who I believe was like a 17-year-old teenager who had gotten pregnant. She was very far along, past the point that they normally would ever recommend an abortion, I mean, when they do these things. And they did a homemade abortion. They had a third individual help them burn the fetus and bury it, okay? Oh, my god! And, boy, are they in trouble, especially the grandmother who did this without any doctor license and everything and tampering with a deceased body and all of these things. But the girl, the young girl, she's gone on record. She said she couldn't wait to get the thing out of her body. And that's what she said. Now she's excited because she can go back to wearing jeans again. So, oh my goodness, the hour we are in. And speaking of that, Michigan ballot measure would legalize killing babies and abortions up to birth. And boy, they have some very evil government in Michigan. Sorry to have to say, but um, wow. No, they do. You're right. Now, here is a real interesting headline that we're going to talk about. Russians laid explosive mines in Zaporizhia in Enerhodar, 
threatening to blow it up, Ukraine's state nuclear agency said. Here will be either Russian land or desert. The nuclear power plant will be either Russian or no one's. Commander of the Russian garrison at NPP, head of Russian Radiation Chemical and Biological Forces Major General Valery Vasily said in a statement that was later deleted. And so this is serious. Even China has warned that an accident at the Zeparia, and I'm sorry if I've butchered that word, but could be more serious than the Fukushima nuclear accident. So this plant is one of the largest nuclear power plants in Europe. If a large-scale nuclear accident occurs, it could be more serious than the Fukushima event, Yoon said, while saying that China does not want the same risk to be repeated, according to a statement from the Chinese mission to the United Nations. And so at the Security Council meeting held on Thursday at Russia's request to discuss the lack of safety of Ukraine's nuclear facilities, the Chinese representative called on the parties to exercise restraint, act prudently, avoid taking actions that endanger nuclear safety. Nevertheless, China expressed its support for the International Atomic Energy Agency to play an active role in promoting nuclear safety and security issues. It has also urged Russia and Ukraine to remove relevant obstacles for a team of the agency's experts to go to the power plant to carry out their work smoothly. So, boy, that is some serious stuff. They're playing a war games over a nuclear plant. What do it's, you think of that, Tina? It's pretty, it's frightening. It's, it's literally frightening. And there's already been shellings around that nuclear plant. Right. From what I gather. So oh, yeah. Yeah, right. they're the looking Russians, looking for escalation, it seems like. The Russians originally went in there and took the Ukrainians who were working in the plant hostage and held them hostage. And they were putting the plant in jeopardy at that point. And now they're actually threatening to blow this thing up in order to keep Ukraine from moving forward against them. It's I, a bargaining chip. I don't think that Russia will actually do it. They're right there. You know, does, does Russia, I mean, Putin can go in his little bunker or big bunker, whatever. But it, it would mess up, it would mess even Russia's land. You know, it's too close. So I think, you know, um, they're threatening. Now, there could be a rogue player in here that could actually go and, and try and blow it up. You know, if anything is possible. Right, right. But I, I think this is a little bit of propaganda. I don't think that they'll actually go through with it. Just my opinion. I could be wrong. Well, we're going to change the subject to something different. And so, you know, Dina, I, remember on a previous broadcast we did, we talked about people who were getting genetic DNA testing done to find out about their genealogies. Yeah. Do you remember that? Yep. And we said that we have since learned that these companies are selling that data to China. Yes. And for who knows what purpose, right? Mm -hmm. Which uh, this kind of information on your personal DNA in the hands of a country like China is kind of frightening, right? Absolutely, yeah. And we even talked about, you know, uh, we even know people that have done these kinds of things, had those tests done. Well, that's what they're doing with your results. But to go along with that same theme, look at this headline. Amazon's iRobot deal would give it maps inside millions of homes. How about that? Crazy. Right. Amazon buys the Roomba company. Now, Roomba is those little robots that move around and you can program them to move around your um, floor and clean your carpets, okay? Mm -hmm. So the headline says, Amazon buys Roomba company and will now map the inside of your house. So Amazon has expanded its empire of data capturing devices by spending $1.7 purchasing beloved maker of vacuuming robots and former beloved maker of war zone robots, iRobot, which makes Roombas. In addition to tidying up, Roombas are also great at mapping the interior of your home and creating marketable data for its parent company. What do you think of that? Is that like Big Brother overreach, or what do you think? 
it all is. It right. all is. It's right. You know, they can listen to us through our remote controls, our TV sets, mm-hmm. uh, the right. Google Assistant. You know, right. um, and I'm exactly. sure you know some of those TV sets have cameras. So when I hear about this as iRobot product, mm-hmm. it, it doesn't yeah. surprise me. Right, right. But it's creepy. So it's creepy. Oh yeah. oh yeah. Who would have Who would have ever thunk it? Imagined even. <laughs> It's, it's creepy. Yeah. Gives you a new insight on that product. Millions of children in India can't go to school because they failed to submit to India's biometric tracking system, the AADHAAR. The controversial system has received praise from Bill Gates, oh boy, and U.S. policymakers are trying to foist similar systems on Americans. Again, India is taking, you know, the head start on that. But boy, that's probably coming to a country near you. And so here is another interesting headline. Mass genetic surveillance. Police are now seeking access to newborn blood samples to build DNA database for future criminal investigations. So almost every baby born in the United States has blood drawn just hours after birth, allowing them to be tested for a panel of potentially life-threatening inherited disorders. But now the police want to take access to that information and create a human DNA blood bank for criminal invest- future criminal investigation. So there you go. Wow, big government. Right. Right. Now, we're going to move on ahead. We have talked in the past about the wheat markets being threatened and in serious trouble. But now we are in another situation. This situation is really precarious. The headline says, world's largest rice exporter faces output decline amid heat wave. And that was through Zero Hedge reported on that. World's largest rice exporter is, I think, India from that situation, but they're having droughts and heat wave, and now the rice is in question. And so, boy, that's a very serious thing. This is all leading to food famine, which is the third horse of the apocalypse, which takes place well after the church is removed. So the fact that we're moving towards major, major food famines worldwide from all kinds of reasons, including floods, droughts, locusts, food plants destroyed, etc. It just indicates that what's right at the door, you know, we're moving right into Revelation. But we're not quite there yet. But that means we should be on the ready at all times, looking for the Lord's return. That's right. Okay, closer to home, China's naval ambitions are, are clear. Recently, it launched its third and most advanced aircraft carrier, the Fujian, China is spending heavily on its military, and together with Fujian, has 17 Type 39A B submarines, 10 Type 055 destroyers, and numerous merchant ferries. This is a worrying development as China's increasing aggression against Japan over territorial disputes in the East China Sea, as well as disputes with a number of Southeast Asian countries in the South China Sea and with Taiwan and with America as well. So, boy, they're beefing up their military, and this is really sort of turning into a big worldwide nightmare overnight. They want to be number one. That's what they're striving for. They want to have, you know, the most precious land. They want to be number one in the economy, military, everything. They want to take over. Right. Right. Okay, so here's another headline I bet a lot of our listeners have not known about is that at least, at least eight people were killed and six people missing after one of the heaviest rainstorms in 80 years to hit Seoul in South Korea, flooding streets and subway stations and causing blackouts. This was really serious. And uh, the pictures are just incredible of the flooding. Yeah, that's the biggest flood they've had in 80 years. So we are getting across the board areas of the world that are having record-breaking natural disaster events. And they're always like, you know, this is the first 
time this has ever happened or this hasn't happened in a hundred years and so it's pretty incredible what we're seeing okay dina just a real quick look at this investigators are attempting to uncover the extent of presumed russian atrocities in the ukrainian city of buka have reached what may be the closest they will come to a full understanding of a massacre and the town's deputy mayor said in the monday press conference that 458 civilians' bodies have been tallied in the formerly occupied city. Of that total, 419 of them were either fatally shot, tortured, or bludgeoned to death, while 39 deaths were considered natural, and though those still have been investigated as possible war crimes. According to Washington Post, nine were children who were under the age of 18. So they say over 400 civilians in Buka in Ukraine were shot, tortured, or bludgeoned. And, of course, nobody knows for sure about anything anymore. I'm just reading the headlines, okay? That's it horrible, sound though. That's horrible. does not sound good. Oh, wow. Death Valley National Park on the California-Nevada border received almost 75% of its annual rainfall last Friday, triggering a wave of flash floods. According to park officials, no injuries have been reported, but the floodwaters buried about 60 vehicles in mud and stranded hundreds of visitors and park employees. And boy, it's, you know, this is just strange because we're talking about Death Valley. Isn't that interesting? Okay. Also, flash flood killed four people in wake of New Mexico's historic wildfire. So... And here's an update on that McKinney fire in California. It exploded, and it's now covered 55,000 acres of California. Is that incredible? That's a lot of land. Yes. That's a huge amount of land. Let's keep moving around. We've got so much going on here. This was tragic. In Fort Wayne, Indiana, 10 children and two adults had been hospitalized after a van collided with a pickup truck in northeastern Indiana. And so the children were ages six months to 15 years old, and a 41-year-old driver was also inside the van. And uh, boy, just wow, all kinds of tragedies going on around the world. We're seeing things like this constantly. Now, this is another thing I want to get into, and this, we recently, Dina, we were talking about artificial intelligence becoming sentient, and for people that don't know what that means, it's like they've taken on a life of their own, I guess is what you could call it. Yeah, yeah, like human, they're becoming humanized. Right, where they're thinking almost for themselves, that's kind of what sentient means. But let's take a look at just weeks after a former Google engineer claimed that its AI was sentient. Okay, we were talking about that. And that guy got fired, by the way, (laughs) because of that. And so uh, Facebook parent company Meta is warning that its new BlenderBot 3 chatbot, which is also artificial intelligence, could be gaining some form of conscious awareness. (laughs) This is what they're calling it. Now... (laughs) Oh, you got to hear this. Meta's chatbot was developed for research purposes, and the company has identified instances where the bot has overtly lied and treated users rudely. Okay, did you hear me? Why is that not surprising to me when it comes to Facebook? Okay, so now here's what I did. I decided to go over to the BlenderBot AI chat section, Meta. FAQ page to find out for myself if there was any truth in this report. So here is what I discovered. Are you ready? Go for it. Okay. So their FAQ is question, what is the value of this work? And so it says many people already interact with chatbots via voice assistance and in various customer service situations. In the future, it is likely humans will spend even more time interacting with helpful chatbots and that these chatbots will need to sound increasingly human-like to be useful. As you can see from interacting with the bot, we have a long way to go before chatbots can reach human levels of conversation. This development and our ongoing research will help improve the safety and quality of chatbots over time. Okay, question. What happens if the bot says something offensive despite your safety efforts? 
Okay, answer is, if the bot says something offensive, the user should report the message by clicking the thumbs down beside the message and selecting rude or inappropriate as a reason for the dislike. We will use the feedback to improve future iterations of the bot. Okay, question is, does the bot ever say anything untrue? Okay, here we go. Answer, unfortunately, yes. The bot can make false or contradictory statements. Users should not rely on this bot for factual information, including, but not limited to, medical, legal, or financial advice. In research, we say that models like the one that powers this bot have hallucinations where the bot confidently says something that is not <laughs> true. Bots can also misremember details of the current conversation and even forget that they are a bot, as described in this post. We are actively working on improving this, but it is still a work in progress. While we work on this area, please help us improve by selecting the thumbs down button by any untrue or confusing messages sent by the bot. Okay, here it is for everybody to understand that this whole idea of, you know, artificial intelligence, you know, playing God, okay, guess what? The only person who is absolutely 100% righteous, holy, and truthful is God himself. Amen. Even, even these chatbots that they're coming up with, artificial intelligence, lie and are rude. Did you hear that? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that goes back to what you were saying before, Dina, that we think that maybe, you know, they have, there is some demonic influence in all of this sort of thing, artificial absolutely, intelligence. Absolutely, absolutely. So, you know, they are capable of lying and being difficult. So very interesting, right? <laughs> all right, well, I just had to talk about that for a few minutes. Okay, our vice president is running around the country specifically to university presidents to promote abortion on college campuses. So that's what Camilla Harris is up to this past week. And she's going around and meeting with eight college presidents to discuss ways to promote abortions on campus now that the Roe versus Wade is gone. And this was in, according to Inside Higher Edition. And we oh, don't have enough problems at our borders that she's got to go around to universities to the young you know our young people and do this mm -hmm. right just wicked right right and uh not to be outdone by wawatosa school district in wawatosa wisconsin is proposing a new sexual education curriculum called Human Growth and Development to the school board on August 8th and will then vote to approve curriculum on August 22nd according to school documents. The K through 12 curriculum begins with teaching kindergartners how to label their genitals with gender identity and sexual orientation lessons beginning in third grade. Okay, I can't go into further detail because we're on the air. Okay, but <laughs> I, this is what they're doing with children, kindergartners. How does that make you feel as a parent? I mean, wow, that's just disturbing. And they will be dealt with very, very, very harshly by God himself if they don't repent. Because children are precious to him. We're all precious to him, but Jesus loves the children. Right, right. Well, I try to select headlines for the show that are related to things that are shocking and signs of the times, okay? And so I pulled this one out. I was very shocked by this. This one from Life News, it says, uh, this abortion doula's sole job is making sure babies are killed in abortions. So I'm just going to read just a snippet of this. Her, her job as an abortion doula involves lots of different things, including connecting women with abortion funds to help pay for it, driving them to their abortion appointments, holding their hand during the abortion, arranging travel and lodging, and even babysitting older children while the mother aborts their youngest sibling, according to the interview. So for anybody that is not aware, a doula that I had always ever heard about was someone who assists a new mother in childbirthing. Okay. So and they reversed a lot it. of people, they've reversed it basically. 
Right. A lot of people hire doulas because they like to have someone else besides nurses and doctors on hand to, to really help them. That's kind of a new trend. So here we have an abortion doula. I've never heard of anything like this before. It's a first for me. I've never heard of it either. And boy, I mean, just wow. It, <laughs> that is just incredible. They help, uh, help watch your children while you're off killing the youngest sibling. That's wow. I mean, are we in the end times or is it just me? Here is a really big headline. Uh, three people were killed after a house exploded in Evansville, Indiana on Wednesday in a blast that damaged 39 other homes, officials said. And one person was also taken to a hospital after the explosion. Some of the homes were damaged so severely that they were not safe to re-enter, and a search for more victims was not yet finished as of Wednesday evening, he said. And is this anywhere near you? Um, yeah, we've been in Evansville before. It's about two or three hours south of us. Wow. Yes. And so basically, uh, the pictures are unreal. I saw a picture of the actual explosion and I saw the aftermath pictures and this thing was blown into like little pieces and there was nothing left and it took out many of the homes around it. So, wow, just they don't know. They're not saying it was gas explosion. They're not, they don't know yet what caused this. So something really bad happened there. I want to talk about demon possession. And I just want to say that there seems to be an increase of activity that you could totally classify as demon possession. And we're hearing, all, we're hearing incredible stories about this. We're hearing of people who are attacking other people, the police show up and they try to taser the individual. They can't stop him. They, they shoot many bullets into him and they still keep going. You know, this is demon possession. It's in the Bible, okay? Mm -hmm. And the sons of Sceva, you know, that story where they tried to approach demons and they ended up getting their clothes torn off of them and they were hurt badly. So this, you know, does exist. But we're seeing a lot more of it. We had an incident here in my hometown where there was four people have been arrested now for torturing and tormenting an animal. And they were busted by a neighbor. And so the police show up and listen to what happens next. This actually just took place. Court documents say Macon, that's the name of one of the people involved, tried to slam the door shut to avoid arrest. But the officer went inside where he saw a man in the home later identified as um, Zek Thompson, who was yelling profanities at the officer. Then Macon allegedly hit the officer in the face, continued to try to resist arrest. Another officer arrived and tried to help control Macon, which is Macon is a woman, by the way. I'll just mm -hmm. mention that. Then court documents say Macon, this woman, bit one of the officer's arms and tried to run away. And so, wow, I, it, it's just unbelievable what they had done and just how they were behaving. It, it just, it's just incredible to see these kinds of things happening. Okay, a couple more fantastic headlines. Glaciers in Switzerland melted so much they revealed two long lost bodies and a plane wreck from 1968. And we talked about the glaciers melting all over the planet. And then we have extremely heavy rainfall battering parts of Northern Japan this past week. So that's just, wow. Everybody's having floods or droughts right now. Satellite imagery shows Antarctica ice shelf crumbling faster than it thought, previously thought. And uh, that's really interesting. We had an incident in Epcot where they were having flooding. We've had flooding in Vegas. But here, the Legoland Park ride in Germany, 31 people were injured on a roller coaster. Two roller coasters ran into each other and created havoc. And uh, that was, we get a lot of those kind of reports at these amusement parks, don't we, Dina? Yeah, we do. Recently we have, yeah. Right, right. Okay, we had a video here. A, it's a scarier video, video that shows a moment that a man is struck by lightning. We just had that happen. There's been a whole lot of that going on. We continue to see that over and over. Now, I'm, I'm skipping over a lot of headlines. Here's one. Wildfire powers into the sky above Gironde, France. Swiss Mountain Pass set to lose all ice within weeks. 
wildfires rage throughout the night in central Portugal, and we're also seeing a lot of algae all over the planet in places like Caribbean and uh, Florida. That's basically a scourge, you know, when the algae shows up and spoils the, the scenery. Mm-hmm. That's that's a message from God. I'm, I'm just going to say it. But now this is fantastic. I don't know if you've heard. We talk about pestilence a lot. And here we are. The exact, okay, they are doing, here's the headline, Florida Burmese Python Hunters give crazy insight into Everglades challenge. So there are hunters that actually go to Florida this time of year to see how many of the pythons that have been released over the many years in the past by exotic pet owners. When these pythons get out of control, they just throw them into the Everglades and they have taken over as the top predator. Now, we've talked about this before. Well, they have a big hunt, and they go in there and try to clean out the place, and they have most recently, twice now, Dina caught two pythons that were literally 18 feet in length, okay? Wow. Right. Now, here is another statistic that puts this mess, I'm going to call it a mess, in perspective for Florida. The exact population of Burmese pythons in Florida is unknown, but is estimated to be over 100,000. Wow. Right. Can you fathom over 100,000 pythons running around? I tell you, when I go visit Florida, I'm going to stay away from that area. Oh, yeah. I've been in the Everglades before, and I thought mosquitoes were bad down there. I'll tell you what, I have no interest in going down there and seeing any of those Burmese pythons. No way. They can keep them. Exactly. (laughs) Here's something fantastic. There are now over 560,000 people in Albuquerque alone, according to the latest census numbers. And I'm talking about the Rio Rancho has over 100,000 residents. And so this is a problem because probably heard that the Rio Grande, important for life in Albuquerque and throughout the Rio Grande Valley, is drying up. The river and its connected underground aquifer provides drinking water for hundreds of thousands of New Mexicans. On top of that, the river is crucial to farming throughout the Rio Grande Valley, nearly 2,000 miles from Colorado to Mexico. But scientists and water managers agree the supply is limited. I mean, this is so serious. And this also feeds into the food famine problem. And so we're moving along, and uh, boy, things are really shaping up, looking towards really close, coming down the pipe towards tribulation. So 38 people killed, historic buildings and scores of homes collapsed after heavy rains hit Yemen. What do you think of that? Yemen's really having it bad. Well, it's happening everywhere, so. Oh, you're going to find this interesting, Dina. Texas residents are woken by explosions and U.S. military helicopters. Residents living in San Antonio, Texas, were shaken from their sleep and rattled by loud explosions and low-flying helicopters on this past Tuesday as the U.S. military conducts training exercises in America's seventh largest city, through Friday. The training sessions are taking place for four days this week from 6 p.m. until 3 a.m. and they include air and ground mobility operations and close quarter combat training in a dark and realistic environment. San Antonio police shared this on Facebook. What do you make of that? I'm noticing that um, Texas, and I think this happened uh, a few years ago, with these big military exercises. I think they're preparing for an invasion of our country. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Now, I just mentioned that 38 people were killed and scores of homes collapsed in heavy rains in Yemen. And, you know, Yemen is, really has a history of so many problems, just like they really don't need this, right? Mm-hmm. They have so much, like, famine going on there right now. And here's another area that has terrible problems with famine, and that's Somalia. But they've got the opposite thing. Extreme drought in Somalia displaces more than a million people. Those poor people. Wow. That's a lot They're of people. They're already suffering. Yeah. Well, 
I don't know if you've heard this, but shark attacks are on the rise worldwide as dozens of unsuspecting swimmers are caught off guard by ferocious sharks. And I had heard that in one area they had as many as 24 attacks. So, boy, that's incredible. We talked about animal attacks and everything. So we could just go on and on with these headlines. We've cut this back so we can get it within our time frame. But uh, we invite you to come back next week, right, Dina? And yeah, absolutely. In a week. <laughs> yeah, come and visit us next week. You're also going to be able to find this in our playlist, Jesus 24-7 here on YouTube and also in our news report playlist, as well as our Rumble channels. And it's also going to be available on podcast. So you'll be able to find it on Google, Apple, Anchor, and uh, Spotify. And uh, thank you, Deanna, for preparing those podcasts too. So yeah, you know, you guys, we want to hear from you too. So Leave your comments below this video. Susan, thank you for uh, bringing these headlines to us. Thank you to everyone for tuning in. And Susan, before we close, um, is there anything else you'd like to add? Well, I would like to do a shameless plug for our series, Revelation for Beginners. I can't say enough about it. Uh, we go through Revelation line by line, chapters 1 through 22, and we do it in such a way that uh, it is for people who have never read Revelation before, have been afraid of it, you know, it, it puts them off and they don't understand it. And so we t hold you by the hand and we go through this and we try to make it as easy as possible to understand because Revelation is a book for this generation. And it's a real shame that most Christians do not want to touch it. So uh, this is free. It's absolutely free. It's on YouTube. Dina can put the links down there. And just join us as we tour Revelation. Absolutely, you guys. You'll definitely want to tune into that. So um, again, thank you, Susan. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. And uh, we'll see you next week. God bless and stay safe.